What do you do with a partner who doesn't seem to listen to what you're saying, where it seems like they just don't really take your needs or frustrations seriously, and maybe they even say they get it, maybe they even say all the right things to you, and you get that bit of hope that, okay, finally I've gotten through to them, finally they understand where I'm coming from or what it is that I'm asking for. But then, you know, a few days or a few weeks later, you find yourselves right back in this situation, having the same problem and the same gridlock all over again. If this feels familiar to you, I'm really glad that you're joining me today. I'm April Boyd, and I'm a psychotherapist and life coach, and this is the Is It Me or Is It Them podcast. So, I just want to remind everybody listening that when we're exploring these questions or really anything that's shared on this podcast, everything that I'm offering is really just invitations for you to check in and see how this fits or resonates for the situation that you might be in. Obviously, I can't know all the details and all the history of, you know, somebody's situation when I'm just going through one of these uh, Q&A episodes. And so really, this is just an opportunity for you to check in with your own inner guidance, check in with your own needs and unique circumstances, and take the parts of this that fit for you and feel free to leave behind the rest. This is not intended and cannot be ever (laughs) a replacement for, you know, really individual counseling or one-to-one support or, you know, a different kind of uh, health service that you may require. This is really just invitations to explore uh, and some education and sometimes even entertainment for you for your day. So this situation is not new to me, (laughs) not new to me in any way or form, both personally and professionally. Oh my goodness, I have been there in this place where it's like the most frustrating place to be ever, where you have the potential for there to be this really great relationship, this really great connection. If only you could get through to them, if only they could finally get that thing that you need to be different in order to feel safe and good and okay and happy in that relationship dynamic. So the question that was sent in to me was from a woman who was saying that she's really struggled with a partner who would say all the right things, but never take action and never follow through and never really show up to communicate and really dig into those deeper, meaningful conversations in a real partnership kind of way about how to move forward. And she's talked about how she felt very loved by him, but There was really no follow through and no real depth of communication. And of course, this is really confusing, right? On one hand, I know that this person loves me so much. And on the other hand, then why on earth will they not just take what I'm saying seriously? And the question that really comes up for me as I read through this question is something that I really, I can't remember kind of when this first dawned on me. I think it was really, you know, after going through my own experiences of this, but then really through the probably hundreds of conversations I've now had with clients where I see especially women, men too, 
but especially women get really stuck in this position of, I know the love is there. I feel the love is genuine, but these other things aren't working for me. And they get really stuck in a place that doesn't feel good because they can feel that the love there is genuine. So the question for me isn't, does this person love you? It's, do they love you in the way that you need to be loved? The question is not, do they love you? The question is, do they love you in the way that you need to be loved? And when we can bring ourselves into this higher level question, do they love you in the way that you need to be loved? Then all of a sudden, both of these truths are allowed to coexist. The truth that there might be love there that is very genuine, very strong, very real, And there's some limitations or issues that are blocking that relationship from really being what you need it to be. Both of those things can be true. And it reminds me, if if you've been listening to me for a while, you've probably heard me talk several times about, I very much believe in the fact that we need to pay attention to not just the intention that somebody has of what they're doing or what they're not doing that's happening. But we also need to really step back and acknowledge the impact. And what a lot of us tend to do is we say, because this person isn't intending to hurt me, then I'm going to kind of just turn a blind eye or try to stuff down the fact that I am being hurt here. So if we look at this example, just because somebody doesn't mean to back over your foot with their car doesn't mean that your foot is not now broken and injured. And it's the same thing in our emotional dynamics as well. So again, the question that I want you to consider is not, does this person love me or do they not? But do they love you in the way that you need to be loved? And Getting stuck in this place of not being able to separate intention of somebody's actions from the impact of their actions, getting stuck in that place where it almost felt like only one of those things could be true. So if I was feeling hurt or impacted in a negative way, then it's almost like the brain kind of says, it must mean that they're a bad person, or it must mean that they're a bad partner, or it must mean that they're in trying to hurt me or they don't care. Whereas that is actually a question of intention. And both of these things can be true, that they don't intend to hurt you, but they're not really willing or able to do the work or maybe even be capable of doing things differently so that you're no longer impacted. See how those two things really need to be allowed to coexist and separated. Intention versus impact. Because otherwise what happens is we get hurt, we get hurt, we get hurt, and then we tell ourselves, ah, they didn't mean to, or I can see that they're really sorry, or, you know, I I know that they love me, or I know that they're a good person. And then we 
abandon ourselves. We betray ourselves and walk away from acknowledging and actually dealing with the fact that we are being hurt and impacted in a situation. And I can say for my own self, as somebody who very much sees the best in people, as somebody who very much, you know, would fall in love with the potential of people, this dilemma of not being able to separate intention from impact kept me in relationships way longer than I probably should have stayed in them for. Right? I would get stuck in situations that were toxic, if not abusive at times, because I would continue to override the fact that I was being impacted by what I perceived as a lack of intention of wanting to hurt me. They don't, they didn't mean to hurt me. They don't want to hurt me. So I'll, I'll kind of just keep grinding it out and trying to fix this and make this be okay instead of really dealing with the fact that I was being hurt. And so this kept me in relationships and friendships and even really toxic work environments way longer than was healthy or good for me to be there. So the questions that I would encourage you to think about is, is this person willing to hear you and to take your needs seriously? And this can sometimes also be two different things. Maybe they're willing but maybe they're not actually able. I remember my sister saying to me one time I was having issues with a partner and I was like, you know, if he would just do this one thing differently, like we could be really good. And my sister was like, April, what if that's really just where he is at? What if that is just who he is? And as somebody that, you know, has built my life's work around the concepts of personal development and growing and moving up to our higher potential, it was so hard for me to reconcile the fact that just because I saw someone's potential kept me really on the hook and not able to accept the reality of where they were actually at and what they were willing to do to change that. And so, you know, what she had said to me was basically like, I'm like, if he would just do this one thing differently and you're like, yeah, but like if he was just six, two, he would be, you know, that's great. He can promise you that he would love to be able to be six, two, but you know, if he's only five eleven, that's not going to happen. So there's kind of this hard moment when we sometimes have to step back and ask ourselves, not do they love you, but are they willing to love you in the way that you need to be loved? The other kind of thing to think about is, in what way have you been asking for your needs? Because the other thing that kind of comes up for me as I think through this dynamic is, you know, this dynamic when we're stuck with somebody that's not really listening to us, that's not really respecting our boundaries, that's not really responding to us in the way that we need it to. The other thing that comes up for me is that there's an element of giving away your own power. It's almost like you've taken 
all of that responsibility for the impact on you and you've put it into the hands of the other person and essentially said, this is actually all under their control. And the only way that I can really protect and take care of these needs of mine or these parts of myself is if this person validates and acknowledges and gets on board and essentially does that for me. We can get kind of locked in this place where it's like we've handed over full control, full responsibility for our well-being and all of our needs into the hands of the other person and essentially are just waiting, waiting for them to finally validate it waiting for them to finally be able to understand, waiting for them to finally be able to empathize with us, accept that our needs are valid, accept that your concerns are valid, and then make a change. So notice that that has all been shifted over to their side of the fence. And so my question for you to think about is where and how have you given away your power And how can you take more responsibility and reclaim ownership over how you feel and what you need? And from that place, this becomes a very different conversation. This becomes a very different relationship dynamic when we are really standing grounded on our own two feet and in our own power and are able to ask for what we need and set limits around that or possibly boundaries or consequences around that and really back that up for ourselves from an honest, grounded place instead of just kind of holding our breath while we try to plead, convince, justify, explain, explain one more time, explain another time, try it in a different way so that we can finally get through to them. Notice that there may be some elements of really giving away your own power in this and start to explore what would this look like if you took back responsibility for my needs needing to be met, for my concerns being valid, So I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So let me know what stood out for you today. And if you love this episode, I would really love it if you shared it with somebody that you know would love it too. This would really help me get this podcast into the ears of other people who can benefit from this and be a part of these conversations with us. So thank you so much for being here. And yeah, you can also connect with me on Instagram. I'm at with love April. Take care and have a good day.